Welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film and Review. We are talking about robot jocks this week. So it's two men, it's two robots, it's one showdown, and it's one show. And it's too wild! So let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, guys, <laughs> we're here this week, and we're talking about Stuart Gordon's Robot Jocks. Um, if you don't know, it's basically about two men, two robots, one battlefield, and uh, just destroying it up with some sweet robot damage. A very dangerous battlefield. A very dangerous For battlefield. For spectators you do not want and spectator. robots as well. Yeah, and yeah. the people in them. This is not a spectator sport. Well, after no. seeing this film, I would never want to be a spectator in this shit. Absolutely yeah. not. It was directed by Stuart Gordon, who also directed um, uh, Reanimator. Yeah. What else? Don't throw out another one. He worked one out. on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He co created that and he executively produced the sequel, Honey, I He did I a frightening film up uh, for me from beyond. From oh, beyond. Yeah. From my childhood. He's a big fan of um, HP Lovecraft. He Huge does, fan. Yeah, like he does a lot of You can, uh, see, film you can see the influences in this film as Definitely well. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say not any Lovecraft in this film. This was a very Whoa. Lovecraftian film. Do Chris. we have a Lovecraftian battle? I don't what? How does, what that, don't how you, does that work? What Chris, Lovecraft battle. Do we now! just quote Lovecraft <laughs> yeah. like to each other until the what? one of us no, passes I mean, out? What did you Cthulhu. see that? What did you see, Mike? Mike, what did you see that was Lovecraft? What did you see that was Lovecraft? And Chris, what didn't you see that was Lovecraft? Mike, you go first. I would say the only Lovecraft thing I saw was uh, the Russian. Uh, then why did you make it sound like there was a lot of shit in there that was Lovecraftian? <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> No Lovecraft in here. There's no Lovecraft in there's this. There's no Lovecraft there in this no film. There is no Lovecraft in this room. Here. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no Lovecraft in this film. Mm-hmm. No Lovecraft in this film. So Stuart Gordon directed it. It had a budget of $10 million, although I read that Stuart Gordon said that it was more like 6.5. Liar. What happened to the other pocketed that. He pocketed that yeah. shit. Probably, I don't know. Maybe Took the money and run. Who knows? Who knows? Charles Band did also work on this film Is as a producer. He also worked on Puppet Master and uh, does uh, Full Moon Entertainment uh, that's been in and out of business several times. What was the one for this one? Empire? Was yeah, he... this is Empire. Yeah, how was he a producer? I mean, what was Empire? What Weren't they producing the film? Did he They produced the film and, it. and they, it. they basically went bankrupt in the middle of the production of this film. So this huh. movie bankrupted them. Basically. I got to hand it to him for bouncing back. I mean, Full Moon is still... Yeah, that's still true. live and kicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer is Joe Handelman. He probably learned his lesson on this one. Well, don't, this don't film... make a giant robot movie. Hold on, let me ask a quick question, real quick. Oh my god, go ahead. Sure, sure. This film was Who's made chewing on food. This film was made in 1989. It looks like it was made in 1960. I think that was the artistic uh, choice that they was made. Was it? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't think all right, that. At thank all. you. I think that. They probably uh, tried to keep it low budget, and uh, they did not. Ten million dollars in 1989 is low budget. No, it's not. (laughs) So they didn't try to keep it low budget. They obviously had to do uh, to pay off all the actors. Yeah, those fantastic cast. That that top build cast. I mean, I didn't know Billy Bob Thornton was acting back then. Uh, What's his name? (laughs) What his name is? uh, Greg. Isn't that Billy Bob Thornton? Who? No, Achilles. Achilles. Oh, that's not. Oh man. No, Chris. He was a very. I had no idea. But I will say, I thought it was serious. I thought it was serious. (laughs) I was like getting mad. He was in a very popular TV show called Alien Nation. Okay. Yeah, maybe you should look it up. The one with the aliens with the dots on their heads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that shit from my childhood. Me too. It was actually a very good series. Was it scary? Because I one year. No, Alien Nation was not scary. And that's the problem because they made it seem like it was supposed to be scary in the commercials. And then when I watched it, I was disappointed. Yeah. They did do that. Mm-hmm. It has a rating of PG. Now, this is something that I, I read that is also up for uh, argument. I guess there was a little bit of um, a dispute between the writer and the director uh, over the direction and the feel of this film. Now, after watching this film, I watched this film uh, as an adult. I did not see this as a kid. Let me preface it with that. This is the first time that I've ever seen this film. 
Um, but watching it, I looked over uh, to Mike and Kyle because we had to watch it on Blu-ray all together because uh, we couldn't find it anywhere. Um, I said, this is the perfect movie for a boy who's 10 to 12 years old. Well, I would 100% agree because that's when I saw it. I would 100% agree as well because that's when I saw it. Yeah. If I was a 10 Great to 12-year-old boy, I would be so ecstatic to see this film. Like It'd be crazy. I'd be like, ah! When but- it came out or now? When it came, well, when he was a kid. when it came out. Now that okay. the, the ten and twelve year olds are so goddamn smart on their Google, yeah. <laughs> Google they would, machine, they wouldn't fall for this. By the way, I was correct on Alienation. One year, that was it. One season, that was all I got. Well, they did several uh, successful movies, TV movies. As yeah, well. they did successful? a lot. No, they did a lot. Successful. Well, on like the USA Network. Or yeah, something. they were. They were. They were on the <laughs> USA or TBS. One of the two. I yeah. can't remember. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but we're talking about robot jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're yeah. talking about alienation, guys. <laughs> the old switcheroo. Well, Gary was in alienation. Old Gary. Old Gary. <laughs> That's what I call him, Gary. So let's... <laughs> uh, let, I mean, this movie obviously has some Japanese influence into it, I oh, would absolutely. imagine. Um, yeah. It's pretty apparent that with giant robots that, um, you know, fight. So basically what happens is there's this post. All right. <laughs> well, no, it's, I'm the only one talking about anything. I know one's saying anything about the you're goddamn movie. You're supposed to be You're prepared. not saying anything. Yeah, you're not you're just All, saying I'm words. Talk, I'm talking about the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> I haven't heard So anything. the movie, I'll, I'll, I, I, could, I could jump in if you want. Jump in somewhere, please. <laughs> I'll take the, over the show. The movie, the movie follows. Uh, you're really it? doing good. What's his name? Oh, Achilles. That's what it is. There it is. So the movie follows Achilles. Basically, post-World War Three. Um, they have basically the world has outlawed war. Yes, and now disputes are uh, handled with these giant mech robots. They fight, and whoever wins gets the territory, whatever they're fighting over. So, like in this movie, they're the whole movie they're fighting over Alaska. But we're also at a point in time where human fighters just aren't good enough, so they're genetically altering human DNA to make the perfect fighters, which, which are tubies. That's well, where Athena comes are, in. Are te- that, yeah. As so, I understood it, it was not so much that they were bad, but they thought they could do better. No, I think I, I think that I think it was specifically that the human fighters were imperfect. But Achilles so is, attempting to, is a badass. He yeah, but he loses his last fight. He loses his last well, fight. Well, only to on, save, a, on a technicality. To save Not people that he kills. Yeah. <laughs> he well, that's the part of the story that the audience doesn't know. Let's tell yeah. the plot. Plot, plot it up I for was us. working on it, and then everybody jumped plot in. Plot that up, Kyle. Well, that's how it usually goes, Kyle. <coughs> Trust me. The life of a host. Go ahead, Kyle. You're doing such a great job. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so then Achilles is uh, doing his last fight with Alex- Alexia. Alex- Alexander. Alexander. Ale- yeah, yeah. Alexander, who is an evil Russian. The worst accent. I, this dude, movie that, was made in 87, no. so he's an evil Russian. I wanted that to be Uwe Boll so bad, because that <laughs> is exactly who that reminds me Does of. Does he sound like that? Like, yes. inaudible? You don't know what he's saying? I had no idea what this guy was. You know I what had he's him saying, turn but... on the subtitles, because I couldn't understand him. <laughs> Achilles! Achilles! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a South Park character, yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Anyhow, so, it's brilliant. so Achilles loses, it loses his... Tenth match, he's contracted for well, ten battles. It's a draw. It's, it's a, a draw. draw. He doesn't lose. It's a draw. It's a, it, 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 it's a right, non-contest so te- based on the technicality. It's based on technicality because he tries to save the lives of all the people in and the bleacher seat. Miserably. The bleacher bums. Yeah. Because Alexa fires a fist at the bleacher seat. An illegal weapon. An illegal weapon. An at illegal this point. weapon at this point. I know. It was supposed to be hand-to-hand combat. That 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 little court session thing that was going on there with the referees i was like dude how could you dismiss this this is obvious yeah well it's because of their sweet outfits <laughs> it was when you wear you stripes get, head to toe you don't think straight oh my god dude the outfits in this those movie. were like leather padded suits that were stripes <laughs> i don't usually say this because i usually don't come down on costume designers but this one oh. should have lost their job. <laughs> Maybe they did. I hope. Oh, I don't know. Hope they don't work in the town again. Hate to say it. Did anybody feel sad when the robot fell on all the people? No. Yes. I did. I did. Why what? wouldn't you feel sad? I, and I felt like Gary did a great job at expressing his emotions for that situation. Can we call him Achilles? No, number one. Sure. I, I just know him as Gary. I don't know. I w- <laughs> You're so close. Oh, Gary. <laughs> You and Gary are so close. Go way back. No, I, the reason I don't care is because they didn't do, honestly, they did a, a piss poor job with the script and setting up the world that they lived in. Yeah. 
There is like no this world. is this is definitely an effects heavy movie, and it was meant to be the effects were the star. Yeah, yeah, definitely because they don't trick give, photography type stuff. They really don't to. give a shit about the actors. The biggest one to come out of it is uh, Athena. She's been I've seen her in several stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. she did. Couldn't look tell you what I've seen her in. Super familiar, but no yeah. idea. Couldn't tell you what I've seen her in, but I, I did look her up on IMDb, and I don't remember any of the stuff. Sorry, I, it's been a long day. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> good days usually are long. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've seen her in, in several stuff. She's a very good actress, and uh, you know she was okay. In <laughs> and this. she's a good actress, and she was really good. <laughs> at acting she was really great I just noticed how Chris wrote Matsumoto's name on the board it says Matt Sumoto <laughs> Sumoto that's one word Chris oh those are all together him and Tex might be the best in the damn I movie. love Tex yeah. man. Tex is fantastic I, uh, he is basically what he's um, Achilles trainer trainer and he's, yeah. a, he's and a he former was, robot Jack. he's a former yeah. Yeah, he's uh, a, champion, he's a champion. Yeah. and surprise he's also a spy that's he how is. he won his last battle. Dirty yeah. bastard. Lucky, lucky shot my ass. Lucky shot my asshole. What'd you guys think of like the cool switches on the, you know, when, when they're inside the robot and they have their weapons to use and there's like a, a cool sun. Oh, that was all, light beam, that was all, like, um, that was all Matsumoto. He was yeah. Japanese and he was way into origami. So he used origami symbols oh, to, to okay. point out yeah. what weapon did what. I did not pick that up this first scene. You didn't pick that up in the first scene when he's making an origami. It's like the first scene you see with Matsumoto. I was still like getting into it, you know? Like my focus wasn't totally pulled in immediately. Well, that, you're that, on Facebook. That's, uh, that's three no, quarters. No, it wasn't. I was sitting in bed. <laughs> that's three quarters in the film. Watching your Blu-ray. So I, I don't know what took you so long to get into this film. That's like three quarters into the film. <laughs> that's not until the robots start fighting. That's yeah, when he got into it. It's literally it. the end of the film. <laughs> no, I like I liked the first fight a lot actually. I thought no, it was pretty great. intense. For for what it's worth, for what it's worth, uh, the technology of this film it, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not as good as it was then though. No, I mean the with the stop yeah, motion. Yeah, it was. Dude. The miniature the miniature work was good. There's the, no the whole way, intro computer, was all miniature work. Listen. Very good. The stop motion and the guys in the suit scenes were pretty well done. It just yep. was filmed bad. That's mm. true. Hey, I got an idea. Because because if you think about it, computer animation wasn't shit. No, it wasn't. In in nineteen eighty nine. It wasn't anything. So you know what? Just because I can't read good, Chris, or I just can't read it don't mean you're dumb. Doesn't mean I'm dumb. So why don't we take a break and we'll be right back. And there he is. Achilles robot, the new Matsumoto fourteen. Facing off with the Confederation, Kobolevsky, 42. Listen to that crowd. Prepare to clear the gantry. Clear the gantry. Ready for Waldo check. Fire away. Hey guys, we're back and we're talking about robot jocks uh, this week. So, kind of what I wanted to get into uh, first, because it's the most uh, blaring, I think, misstep of this movie is the script. Um, obviously, there was an you know there was some um, arguments between the director and the writer over which direction and what audience they should go after. Mm-hmm. Stuart Gordon's a little darker than I think the kid-friendly film that they ended up with. So, who wanted that? one of the darker aspect of this film. I would imagine Stuart Gordon. Yeah, okay. It doesn't really state online, but yeah, I would imagine I would agree with Cody. I think it would be the the Stuart Gordon cuz also cuz <laughs> the, the the way that they got the funding from uh whoever the producer is. Charles Band. Charles Band was based off of Stuart Gordon's initial idea. Okay. So, you got to imagine like his ideas coming from where Stuart Band comes from because there is Charles a part. Band. Of, there Charles Band. Yeah. Jesus. There is a Stuart there Band. is a part of me that feels like this film was supposed to be more like a um like a Paul Verhoeven kind of film. Yeah, yeah. It, it did ha- have it a has feel that vibe. to it, and there were hints to it throughout it that this future has like for instance things they don't they don't really tackle. Uh, everybody's wearing a mask, so obviously there must be disease yeah. or yeah. something going on. They don't really ad- address that. There's obviously a shortage of children because when he goes to see his brother, um, his sister-in-law says, She's doing we're doing part. our part. We have like eight, 12 kids, whatever the hell they had. Like his brother's job is reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People are uneducated. Something is going on. But there's yeah. a whole they thing that those signs really you keep seeing around prenatal, like yeah. they're, they're obviously trying to influence people to have 
many. So obviously, we're we're in a world yeah. where it's post nuclear war has nuclear holocaust basically. absolutely destroyed the human population, and the main focus is have as many babies as you can. Oh, that advertisement looked better than just about anything. Like it was <laughs> super sharp and clean looking, and everything else was around. <laughs> it was, it was better like... than the whole film. <laughs> but there's also there's also that that thing in the in the film where it's like you have the two different warring factions over land yeah. basically yeah so it's, it's, it's essentially the, resources yeah it's essentially the cold war you've, you've got it is you've got the the, the allies the united states versus russia and it's you know well, collection of states or not satellite. the allied but you know yeah is america versus the ussr is it rocky it's rocky four with it, with it robots? is it is it's very much rocky yes. four it's very much rocky four even the end of this film is very rocky four-esque like where they just agree to Say, hey, we can't continue this, yeah, this thing that destroyed essentially all of humanity, mm-hmm. which is this this need for blood, this need for death, which is also a a big theme with the tubies, because the tubies don't know when to stop a fight, even in training. That's brought up. I think they that don't is, have, yeah, they they don't have emotions. If they, they if, if I, I now I don't know if this is the universal idea. soldiers of robot jocks. If 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 maybe the screenwriter had maybe I don't know how the screenwriter had this initially, but if if it was the case, I did get that hint that maybe the American side, the one that we're supposed to be rooting for, is going in the wrong path a little bit, mm-hmm. and that this older guy who uh, uh, Achilles, yeah, he kind of had a better idea about it. It's like, look, it's not about winning all the time; it's about you know the the glory of combat or something like well, that. Well, not only like that, that. I mean, the whole like him sacrificing himself to save people, like absolutely, the, the tubies don't what they they say outright. Like, no, we wouldn't, we would have never done. Yeah, that. they like, signed, why they, would signed you the do that? they signed the contract. They signed the contract. Whatever. Knew that, just they like, knew but that they could not, have died. And, yeah, and that's not. And, and yeah, Achilles is is. And can we just say to put the stands that close to a, a death defying? Well, robot how battle, they're well, asking for it. How else are you going <laughs> to see the battle, Mike? <laughs> on TV. Well, they're so huge. Everybody else. You can see them a lot further away. I will say this about this film. This film gets uh the f- there there are a few films that get future right, like Star Trek gets future right. Yeah. This film gets future wrong. Everybody's yeah. still using cordless phone or corded phones and stuff. They're still <laughs> using But you got to figure There's no internet. <laughs> you got to figure technology stopped at some point with them, but it somehow advanced also because they have giant robots. Well, enough to have yeah, enough to have giant robots. They've invested all their Technology in the giant. Oh well, yeah, it's it, steampunk. Dirty, forgot dirty, about communication. It's steampunk. No, think about it because it's during. <laughs> it, it, essentially, essentially, they're they're living within wartime, where a war is the driving force of right. production. So right. yeah, of course, technology for war would advance, where but these, everything else would be left behind. Where are these war factories, Kyle? Well, how come we never saw these war factories in the film? I thought that's the uh, building probably, they came probably out because of. Because the uh, budget was horrible. Yeah, the, the hangars that they were in beforehand. That's, I mean. It's an it's an odd dichotomy because the film is supposed to be anti-war and yet they're focusing so much on the fact that people are putting so much investment into war as far as their technology. Well, I think they're probably they're probably doing that to prove a point. Like, look how much they're investing in it, and it's a worthless cause. It is. It, it's almost like it's almost as to say to take a deeper meaning from this film, which is really strange. But to say that even after they've learned their lesson, they still have not learned their lesson. Mm-hmm. And that they're still investing all their money into war machines rather than educating the population, trying to make everything better. Like, yeah. Like, you know, why, why are they warring to begin with? Why, why wouldn't they all just for agree? Land. Like, for it's land. for, for land. Resources. resources. Yeah, yes. but th- that's still a, essentially, it's, it's almost gone back to a feudal time where people are like feudally fighting for things and land and stuff like that. Why wouldn't humanity have realized like, hey, this nuclear holocaust happened. We all died. It's wiped out i gotta imagine three quarters of the population you know if we're still looking for babies why not just say why are we investing all this time in these like ridiculous games it's almost a lot like running man a little bit mm-hmm. where it's almost like ha- has a very bleak outlook on how humanity views things as it it's they're more they're more interested in entertainment than they are in their own survival yeah well, I didn't think I didn't. I I don't know if I got that aspect. So, I mean, Running Man is totally about distracting the population away from how bad things are, and I don't really know if that was the case in this one. This was purely over land. It wasn't. Yeah, a but I, show. I think per se. I see Mike's point in it because I think it. Well, it, it was also a show. Is, it, it yeah, was a it show. is a show. It is a show, and it's. It, I think that they just kind of failed at expressing the importance of 
it distracting the yeah, because population. Because there are there are some implications to this argument. Land for who if we don't have enough people to fill it? It's land for resources. Yeah, for that's resources. It. Yeah, that's okay. So like oil, it's basically yeah, oil, like money okay. or power, timber, all that shit. Okay, they can't okay. lose Alaska, Mike. No, Alaska. You Everybody knows that Alaska. that's that's the heart of the United States. You can't lose Alaska. Uh, the other the other thing that I think that they, there was a strong um, uh, scream out in the uh, scream out scream out. That's a weird term. Yeah, that's <laughs> a weird. I'm making up my own we'll thing. Shout out, that, maybe. That's a great scream shout out. out? No, uh, as a weird thing that they kind of focus on too is kind of women and their Scream position out. in battle. Very much so. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. there are some weird <laughs> misogynist. They, they, views yeah, they, they towards do. Women and, misogyny and, still exists in this future. Yeah, but they they are, some things can't the be films, destroyed by atomic I would, bombs. I wouldn't Maya. say the film's view is misogynistic. I would say that the characters' views are misogynistic. Oh, very much so. Texas very clearly states that. But she's. Oh, the, that Tubi over there is never going to become the, a champion a because she's, she's a never woman. woman. Same with Achilles. Same with Achilles. Which makes Achilles no sense because if you thing. think about it, what does it matter if she's controlling a machine? Right. Like her strength and her... Yeah, anybody yeah. can be well, controlling it being, the same if way. If it's well, being influenced by this machine, well, this giant no, no, robot. No, because it's the same thing if you go to Pacific Rim. If, you, if we look at that movie, which is a similar plot, probably based on this movie in some way. Like uh, the, the pilot ha- affects the way the machine reacts quite a bit. Like the person who's piloting it has to be, they have to be strong. They have to be agile. They have to be quick. They have to be well-trained so that they can manipulate the machine, you know, like effectively. Right? I, I mean, I agree. And they- so, so the idea was that because they were a woman, they couldn't do it, which well, is like total BS. Cause a, she, she's a test tube baby. She's bred, Simply for combat. Well, even in, re- in in real life times, I mean, look at like somebody like Danica Patrick, who is just a race car driver. I mean, yeah, she's had to fight her way. Yeah, to even doing like NASCAR and Athena like had that. to steal a robot. She had to steal a robot to actually get into the fight, and then she ended up apologizing anyways. She did, Mike. You know, in, 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 in an ironic way, she 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 gives herself away because some dude slaps her on the ass, and she's just like, "What? Yeah, I've never seen that happen." I wanted before. her. To, I wanted her to succeed, though. Like, I, me when, too. Yeah, I when, did too. I I felt like she's the one character in this that doesn't really get her due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind of throwaway to some extent. Yeah, because you think that as they're bringing her up, that she might be. That the, the maybe one. Achilles might be the one that's just going to train her to be the yeah. and then fight Alex, uh, Alexander. But in, in in retrospect, what happens is that she completely botches her stealing of the robot. Mm-hmm. She gets stole, you know, she gets the robot, but everybody knows it's her. And then Achilles just like saves the day in the end. He has to like well, save her. Yes, but at the same time, there's you know there's that 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 scene of hope where he's like you know getting excited about what she's doing and yeah he's like giving her tips yeah. he, he's coaching her through the battle exactly. just like just like they were basically pointing out at the beginning that that, that each battle was a team right. effort it wasn't just so the now pilot. He's, he's become the teacher and he's become text essentially yeah. i feel yeah. like that's how it should have gone but I, I and i don't feel like he should have ran back out into the b- battlefield they should have stuck with with him being like the teacher in my opinion i agree i, I yeah, feel like he... that was the biggest qualm that i had with this entire script was that there were a lot of introductions that were never paid off, like his reading, the fact that he couldn't read. <laughs> then they bring it up clearly and then never really focus on that again. Right, so normally normally when you when you see a script... Has uh, no problem a hero, Russian A hero will have a, a major uh, uh, weakness. Like, well, his name is Achilles, so an Achilles heel, as it were. Yeah. And... His Achilles heel was that he makes a, a point to say, I can't read, but I'm not an idiot, whatever. And that becomes a big thing. But that never becomes, like... Fleshed out at all, huh? At the end, like, I would think that, like, the way that he would beat Alexander at the end was that he maybe pieced together some idea of how to read something. Well, he did He would overcome that, that challenge. He did hotwire that that robot. Yeah, but there fist. was no like if there were letters on it or something like that, I would understand <laughs> you, it. But obviously, you didn't see the director's cut where uh, the Russian robot has a secret weapon. It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just you know. I didn't see that version. Either. No, you didn't see that one. No, oh, it's no. real good. No, Screen yeah. Factory hasn't put that one out yet. Yeah, you just got to yeah. The that script one. the script fails on a lot of levels. It and does. It, it, it really does. Yeah. It also where it, it's kind of also where it gets its charm because you get Tex who has like some great lines, um, great action scenes as oh well. Oh my god, the fighting scenes are 
god awful. They're all <laughs> they're terrible. They're like he does like a circa... he does like a slow sh- slow waddle out of the room and jumps out a window. It's his, so great. His kicks like Achilles kicks in the fight scenes never get over waist high. Yeah, no. Like he can't kick very high and yeah, he's like he unathletic. But I thought it was cool that they used the actual actors for the action scenes. I thought that was pretty impressive. Like yeah. they tried their best, so I give them that. But they weren't you know, karate experts. <laughs> I, think, I think Achilles did all right. No, he looked good, but and he didn't look great. He looked kind of wonky. Yeah, yeah. Can I say he was like a like a like a John McClane. Kind of like a <sighs> and so every I'm not, man, and every man yeah, thrown into I'm it. not specifically no. trained in combat, but over the years that I've learned, he's got yeah. he's got experience. And can we just say something? I want to say something that I've also noted about this film. His fighting record is pretty weak compared to other fighting records. What do you ten mean? fights. He's won every nine. He's won, he's nine, won in a row. nine out of ten. I know. So obviously that. Yeah, but this is with giant robots and caliber, death is eminent. But I mean, like, okay, so in in boxing. Like a good record. If you were, you were ten and zero, you'd be like, all right, you're all right. That's boxing. That's, that's boxing. It's not giant robots. robots. If if you lose the UFC match, it's you slightly die. lower. UFC, it's 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 significantly ten is impressive. Lower. That's why the contract's only for ten because it's like that's a big tough fucking thing. To so hit. when is he fighting? For how long? How, what, what, a fight lasts. I don't know. Can last thirty depends, minutes. Every year what, he fights one year. Depends on what. So time. he started. Could be one no, a year. No, no, no. I think it's more than that. It would have to be right. Yeah. Be two a year. I think more, even more than two years. You got to repair these robots. You got to get them ready for battle. I don't know how they did that. But here's yeah. the weird thing: he's yeah, not. Right, ex- right. Is he really expending himself in this in this robot? Like I understand boxing I think so, and UFC because, because it's a very physical act of what he's doing. He has to he has to walk in place to make the robot move. Every movement he makes, the robot makes. So every oh, and not only that, movement but he uh, makes, but pressing buttons and have Oregon controlling on shit. Him. Yeah, <laughs> see. He's got origamis to deal with as yeah. well. <laughs> There's a lot of mental things that obviously go the on. The sport there. of robot jockeying is way more hard than <laughs> MMA. Than right? obviously jockey. getting into MMA, yeah. That robot jockeying. Robot jockeying. Jocking them robots. Did they make a game out of this? It's no. called Mech Warrior. Was there a robot jocks game? Where oh, you, you mean Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yeah, the that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. The one where you, you push the buttons Mac and they Warrior. punch each other until their heads pop up. Yeah, yeah based, that's exactly actually, that. That's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That was not based on the Same thing. Same. But this film might have been based Same on difference. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. You know who would have been a better Achilles? Who's that? Eric Roberts. Oh, my God. Is Eric Roberts not great in everything? But he would have been way better in the part. I feel like you could have... He, he, he did best of the best. Like He, could have what, been he definitely did. Now or in 1989? In 89. In 89, I, I, like I don't even know what Eric Roberts was doing in 89. Eric I'm, Roberts would have been perfect for this oh, yeah. What was he doing in 89? Everything. He, everything. he was everything. great. He everything. was great. Everything. He was fantastic. He was Julia great. Roberts' don't brother. He didn't talk to her. Yeah. He didn't Tons talk. Tons of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he pulled a power move. So on let's his sister. Let's kind of focus in on the big uh, thing in this movie since we talked about the script and where that fails. Um, <laughs> the big, big, big thing in this movie, and that's the robots and the special effects. Yeah, uh, it's stop motion animation, which I am a fan of. Uh, it looks really good in this movie, actually. Mm-hmm. I was pretty impressed with it, especially the opening scene. Uh, the robot fights are great, except for the repeated hand punch. To um, Athena when she's in the oh, continuity the, sucks. The, the jack, the jackhammer punch. Yeah, it, yeah. Cer- it certainly makes not only the uh, fighters look fairly inept, but you're right about the continuity of it. She gets pummeled by this fist, and then all of a sudden Achilles jumps in the thing, and it's like the robot's brand new. Yeah, it's like a brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. It's all right. Yeah, he's got a different helmet on than she was wearing. It's like where did he get this helmet from? Didn't you see him holding it when he was running out? <laughs> Was he? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I will say, ultimately, the biggest problem I had with this film is that I didn't get a uh, sense of the destruction that these weapons actually did. Yeah, everything, I agree. Everything was because just, like, it was, the continuity was so off that it was just like, okay, so the, obviously the ultimate thing is a rocket punch. <laughs> well, yeah. she, well, no. But lasers, no, she not uses, so much. She uses, like, that garrot-type thing yeah, that the cuts saw. the arm off. Yeah. I think it's pretty badass. The penis saw is pretty badass. Penis saw. Penis saw. You don't remember that? You don't remember the penis saw that pops out of the robot? It was a saw that comes out of the robot's crotch. It's the shape of a penis. Who who had it on him? Alexa. Uh, Alexa. Alexa. Oh, okay. Uh, on the Russian yeah. spider bot. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, on the Russian terrible accent spider bot. Mm-hmm. Uve Ball, yeah. Is he wearing? <laughs> he's wearing a wig, right? No, that's got to be a wig, that, bro. That's all him. I, I mean, is, is he Russian? I think that's all Paul. 
That's all Paul Koslo. Mm-hmm. You know, Koslo, is that, that's a Russian name, right? Yeah. No, Koslo he's, he's actually Koslo. German. You're throwing different names out He's a German actor. He's a German, German, German-Canadian actor. German-Canadian. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a very yeah. odd combination. It but, is. I mean, obviously Do you think it was weird line. at all, the, like, the overuse of his car, his car plane? His car plane. Oh, you mean you mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the the the, you the mean shot. Achilles one. Yeah, Achilles yeah, car. Yeah. I like the shot that specifically shows that it's floating. You have no idea that it's floating until it cuts to that horrible yeah effect where it's like, ooh, it's floating <laughs> down and landing. Ten million dollars right there, Kyle. <laughs> That's how you spend it. It looked like it was made out of cardboard. <laughs> I like it how he, he remote controls of... it and drives it into his apartment. Exactly. It was... And then he gets in it at the end just to take him to the zone where he can get out of it. It was the cheapest effect, I feel like, in the movie, actually, was the car. Yeah, that's the funny thing. He gets in his car to take him to the zone that he is directly below, if we're thinking about it. Like, if, if, if you try to, like, blueprint this thing. Because the robot is in is whatever that is, the underground base, which is where they're controlling everything. And he gets in his car, which is in the city, and drives back. Continuity. Fantastic in this movie. <laughs> Fantastic. No, they missed the ball on that, but, I mean... The one thing I want to say is it is one of those movies, because we haven't really talked about this yet, that is so bad it's good. It is, I right. was wondering on my way home, is this so bad it's good? Yes, it is. I would agree. I would agree. because It's, it's in that category. It has the, the bad acting. It has a bad script. The only thing good about it is the effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we say, you pointed this out when we were watching it, the one thing they did get right, Mike? Oh, in science. In si- science-wise. Yeah, there's uh, the a whole scene film. where they fly out into space. <laughs> and uh, the guy, sh- yeah, that uh, confused uh, me. Alexander fires a rocket, and it's silent, and yeah. then it hits him, and it's silent. Then it cuts the Neil deGrasse Tyson would love it. it because there's no sound in space. Sound doesn't yeah, transfer. I did space. notice that there's was no error, so there's no sound. So it was like the one thing that made sense. Yeah, because they yeah. missed every Why other. That being said, all other physics. Failed. Why did they even go to space? Because they're in robots and they can, Chris. Yeah, they have yeah. they have jetpack mode. Suddenly, I didn't jet hear nothing mode. about a jetpack until but it just flew thing. into space. That's where, a secret weapon. Where does I the weaponize? Where, it didn't hurt anything. How it does this help the spectators? Away. Like, if, if this is a spectator sport, do they have like cameras in space? Dude, they looked at this. No. Listen, right. they looked at this idea and they went, "We, if this film is successful, we have a chance here at a toy line." Okay, yeah, I get that. I mean, maybe. I yeah, I think this is big time for toys. Huge, dude. This, come on, they fly into space, Mike. Every other battle's on the ground. Look at the look and at look at Achilles. Yeah, it transforms Achilles robot. into a tank. It transforms from a robot to a space flying vehicle to a tank. That's a fucking great toy right there. That is, you're right. You got you're three right. options. And a what name like today? Robot Jocks, that sounds like a toy line. That's a great toy line. Especially one with an X. They yeah. were really, exactly. They yeah. were exactly. really hoping they to were hoping catch that the this attention gonna of spa- Mattel. It's going to spawn sequels and cartoons, the Robot Jocks cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, where I le- that's why I legitimately... Comic women. book series. I legitimately thought this was part of the toy Rock'em Sock'em Robots for a long time. And why? That's because that's how this film is made. You just... Prove that point. Like oh, it's made man. to be like a a a, a toy line. And well, like a franchise. I said, like I said before, like to a like this movie is perfect. You show this to a ten year old, the twelve year old boy, they're gonna go crazy for it. It's yeah. everything they want, dude. I'm the and I did. I'm the karate hero expert who needs to get in this robot and fight for America <laughs> and save the world in outer space and or land. Because that, I'm a hero. Well, then, the only thing missing is is a giant sword. It's a power sword. That's it. That's a, I said that <laughs> last night. Power sword it. was definitely missing in this. He needed to pull out a power sword. Mm-hmm. The, I will say you can't the, be a zord without a power sword. The, the, the suit work. <laughs> the suit work was fantastic, dude. It was on par, if not better, than Power Rangers. I think it was definitely better than Power Rangers. It was. Yeah. So we have to give it credit for that. Because yeah. when, when did Power Rangers come out? That 90... was in ninety three, ninety three, ninety four, somewhere around there. Okay. So I mean, so yeah, but theirs was also old footage from old Japanese shows. That is true. <laughs> that is true. American. That is true. Yeah, good stuff. Do good it. stuff. That's how you make TV cheap, right there. That's how you do it, dude. And that's how you yeah. stay on the air for twenty-five plus years. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about robot jocks. You can live. Yes, if I kill you, we can both live. We are dead. 
Alright guys, we're back. We're talking about robot jocks. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was the end of the film. So a guy causes you to kill 300 people. Um, he try he kills all your friends. Um, and then he tries to kill your sort of girlfriend. But you're just gonna beat the crap out of each other at the end of it and be okay. Walk away. Is that like, how is that how is that how dudes are? You get a fist bump. Well go yeah. I mean going back bump. to it. Crash I, burn, bro. I feel like have my Cold War moment. I feel like this was the, uh, which is weird because this comes at the tail end of the Cold War, right? 89? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, the way I looked at it was that what this film was trying to get at was that they started this society where war was wrong. Um, so they started this thing where it's like one-on-one combat and we'll deal with land disputes based on that. Based on a gladiator style. A gladiatorial kind of combat. Yeah. Not right. janitorial, but gladiatorial. Not janitorial. Yeah. I mean... Th- Not th- who's the best cleaner. Yeah. We wouldn't win. Yeah. It wouldn't work. Robot robot janitors <laughs> wouldn't work. But or um, would they? What do robot turds look like? Uh, <laughs> Probably oil. Oil? Just I don't oil. know what that has to do with robot janitors. Well, janitors clean bathrooms. They oh, have turds. Anyways, getting back to it, though, I, f- I feel like the ending, I understand where they were trying to get with it, was that uh, there was no point to this kind of combat. There was no point to this kind of animosity that was going on between these things. If I mean that ultimately peace was the was the best option. Um, but what, is Alex, do you think what that, does Alexander learn from this? Do you, like, th- do you think they were saying, like, in every robot there's a little human? No, you see what I'm <laughs> literally. No, it wasn't like the robots had sentient bi- abilities, but um, yeah. inside every robot is a little human. I do feel, I do, I do feel, I do feel that the 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 introduction to the tubies was a way of saying that humanity was trying to go from it from a uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? They were trying to expel emotion from their yeah, they're trying to go Vulcan. Yeah, basically, or Romulan, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. And that's the same. That's the same bloodline, isn't it? Yeah, they are, but Romulans are a little bit more violent. Um, Vulcans tend, well, whatever. Well, we won't go into we, that. Yeah, that's See another. What I did there. Yeah. See what I did there. That's I, another. What I'm trying. What I'm trying to express is the fact that even the good guys were going on the wrong path, and they were trying to create a fighter that had no emotion, did not care about. Human life did not care about uh, peace in any way. They were bred purely for war, and this was the wrong way to go. Did someone just rip ass? No, Chris just snorted a little. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Do you not agree with me? With <laughs> your, is, yeah, with your snorting. How can he? How can he agree if he's snoring? <laughs> if you're putting, I agree with everything Mike? that you just said. <laughs> I agree with everything. All right, Chris. It's that time of the show. Uh, it's that time of the month again. It's that time of the show for your least favorite part. Oh. What are we rating this, Mammer Jammer? I didn't pick this movie. I know. I just said Mammer Jammer. The, la- the last. Why, why you addressed it? You addressed me, didn't you? Yeah, because you're the first, first person. person to say that you hate Mammer Jammer. Oh, sorry. Kyle, it is your pick. You're last. I know I'm last, but what are we rating it? I don't know. Crash and burns. What does that look like? It looks like two hands hitting like this. Boom, with thumbs up. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. You got it. Crash and burn. You got it. Crash and burns, Chris. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. Yes. Okay. uh, Set the tone. You know, despite maybe the complaining I've done on the show today, I did like this movie to some extent. I'm not like a fan or anything, but I I thought it was entertaining and it did have like a an energy and a spirit to it that I was like I was in, entertained the whole time and uh maybe it was that 10-year-old kid coming out of me that I was like, "Oh yeah, that would be awesome." And I thought the characters were just goofy enough to to keep you kind of laughing. Um I never really took this movie seriously at any point. But uh I'm going to give it I'm going to give it 3. I'm gonna give it three crash and burns. I think it. Uh, I I might even be able to give it more if I watch it again. 
Nice. I'll go next. I would have to agree with you on pretty much everything you said. Um, you know, it's not, I don't know. The 10 year old me was super excited to see it, but like it didn't have enough in the characters for me to really like latch on to them or like really enjoy them. But like I more enjoyed like just the battle scenes and like the that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super entertaining in that. Um, there is Tex is super entertaining. Um, he's one of the best characters because he's just over the top in his character. He plays like I feel like a Texas oil rig, like tycoon, yeah, <laughs> kind of character, which is fun because he plays it over the top. Where I feel like everybody else is playing the roles a little more serious. Where I would have liked a little more camp. Uh, but otherwise, from that, man, it's a pretty solid, fun movie. Um, Got to give it uh, three. Three Crash and Burns. Mike. I'm, I'm next. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> judge, judging that are I... You? you are, Mike. You are, are you next? next. I want to make sure. Are you next? Yeah, I'm next. Okay. Uh, well, I'm judging the fact that I've seen this film like 10 times um, and when I was around 12 years old. Yeah, there's some bias with me. I, I have to say that it does appeal to that side of me. The idea of robots just destroying each other is so cool, you know? And I do love Tex. I love Tex. Yes, I, I think he has the best line in the film. You can go to hell. Like, I mean, that's so great. Does no one agree with me on that? Like that? <laughs> oh, were you oh, looking uh, for a response? Applause. He was looking for applause. Oh, yeah, Mike! Thank you, thank you. I acknowledge that he was... A- no, um, it was a great film. Uh, it appeals to a, I guess, an adolescent nature of me that wants to just see things get destroyed. Um, yeah, is the script great? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, does it have enough dialogue? Is it horrible dialogue? Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but enough that it's appealing. So I would definitely give it a three crash and burns. Three crash well. and burns. Yeah, from Mike. Kyle is next. It is his pick. Uh, I used to watch this movie all the time with my brother. Uh, he would rent it every single time I went to the video store. So there's there's the child in me that loves this movie so much. Um, watching it as an adult, I mean, now I can really pick apart the the weak points of it, which is the script and writing and acting and everything except the effects. But it's fun. It is fun. It's such a bad movie looking at now but it's really fun and really entertaining and um i think cody's right i think this is into that category where it's so bad it is good it's a great film i would give it i'm gonna give it four oh wow good nice i'm gonna give it one more i mean i've got i i think i've seen this movie probably 50 times (laughs) it's it's a ridiculous number but like i said every time we went to the video store my brother would always pick this movie up i would like to note that i feel like this film kind of falls in line with films like Monster Squad. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit Labyrinth, where it has an appeal to a younger audience. It makes you feel like a kid. You can get right, excited exactly, about that. Exactly, exactly. You can get excited about... Yeah. It, it sparks your imagination. Like, wow, what if the future was like this? We actually had these giant robots. It, like, it, it brings that part of you back. I 100% agree. So, I, It's a good movie. Yeah. Check it out. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to play our not-so-famous game. Who the hell am I? It's kind of famous. It's America's favorite game. It's America's favorite game. Is that okay? Now. Now it is. Yeah. All right, let's take We just made it. I'll see you in for this. Uh-uh. I'll see you in hell. Get it. Hey guys, we're back and it's time for America's favorite game show. Who the hell am I? That's where all the applause go in. Yeah. That pause? I'm going to leave it blank. No applause. applause. That's where it all goes in and now we start. All right, guys. So we're playing Who the Hell Am I? If you don't know how it works, we're either a character or the actor. We give three hints. Uh, we have to guess who is they are. Whoever gets it right gets a point. If you uh, no one gets it right, the person who gives the clue gets a point. Person with the most points at the end of the game, which is usually me because I give out the points, wins. Yeah, You're, with your bullshit. Yeah. This next one's worth five thousand points. Oh, look at that! <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. All right, who wants to go first? Well, you're the host. Well, fuck it, Chris. You go first. Why do I always have to go first? I went first on the rating, too. Okay, P- Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thanks for stepping in, Mike. All right, cool. <clears throat> this is an actor. Yes. 
Uh, first clue, he has played a shape-shifting character at least five times in his career. Okay. 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 All right. Bella Lugosi. Is that's that his your guess? You that's his guess. guess yeah. What are you doing? You only get one guess. What are you out. doing, Cody? I'm trying to throw off the other people. That's my. I didn't say final answer. Well, you didn't. No, that's not. You part don't have of the to rules. say final answer. This is no. not fucking. Oh, don't throw a guess out. Unless you want to be a millionaire? Unless you're ready to waste it. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. No, All wrong. Right. You're oh, out. Right. <laughs> ready. All right. Next clue. Only actor to appear in both the Alienation movie and the TV show. Oh wow. All right. Okay. Third clue. Third clue. Third clue. Yeah. Sure, it's not Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not Bella Lugosi. Next clue. He played a recurring character on X Files. Pretty sure that was Bella Lugosi. Anybody know this? I'll guess it. Go for it. Eric Roberts. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna go with uh, Gary Callahan. Not right at all. <laughs> okay. Brian Thompson. I have no idea who that That's is. Gary How Graham, do you not know who Brian Thompson is? I don't know. He, he played play- Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He's that creepy square. <laughs> How could you not know oh, that? Oh, he played Shao Kahn. Oh, he's okay. that. He, he in X Files. He played the alien hunter. And he's also um uh what's his name in Joe Dirt? Yes, he plays uh, Buffalo Bill. He plays Buffalo Bill. Oh, and Joe Dirt. okay. Yeah. No, I know. I know exactly who that oh, is. Oh, oh, drop a David Spade movie. Mike's all over it. <laughs> I'm all over it. I'm all over. I'm ready to go. Jesus. All right, that's one point for Kyle. Hell Kyle, yeah. One Woo! point, Kyle. All right, I'm next. I'll go next. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. I'm a character. I'm a crime lord. That's my first clue. Crime lord. Wait, are you a character or... It's a character. Or, I know, just kidding. Okay. Okay, I'm a crime lord. <laughs> my second clue is I have blonde hair. Okay. okay. All right. All I have right. blonde hair. All right. All right. And my third clue is that I was cryogenically Cryogenically? Thank you. Frozen in 1996. Go for it, Kyle. You have your hand up. Um, are you um the bad guy from Demolition Man? What's his name? Uh, oh fuck! Oh, who's the actor? God. Who's the who's the basketball player? No, you got you, no, 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 no. What? You got it. You got you got to say the character name. Character name, and it's not a basketball player. <laughs> Demolition Man, whoever that guy's name. That doesn't count. The bad that guy. Can't, you can't say that. Rodman. Can't say that. Dennis Rodman's character in Demolition. And that would be man. wrong. Yeah. That would be way wrong. That'd be wrong. It's not Dennis Rodman. Right. Oh shit! Wait, I haven't guessed yet. I haven't guessed yet. I know who it is. God Go damn it! Did you guess? Mike? No, I haven't guessed. I oh, put sorry, my hand up. sorry, sorry, Son sorry. I put my hand up, but I'll, I'll give I it to you. Realized. No, I don't want to. You take it. I just realized. Uh, uh, Phoenix. What's his name? Phoenix. Something Phoenix. Richard Phoenix. Robert not Phoenix? Richard Phoenix. Chris. Oh, that's fucked up. I said Phoenix. Chris, not Richard what, Phoenix. Can you read me just real quick the clues one more time? Please. The clues one more time. I'm a crime lord. Okay. I have blonde hair. Yes. Shit. And I was cryologically. Cry- Why can I not say this word? Cryogenically. Thank you. Is it, uh, is it fucking Dennis Hopper and Super Mario Brothers? It doesn't matter. You have to say the character name. Koopa? King Koopa? It's no. not. No, King I know Koopa. who it is. Oh, it's, it's who I said. Mike gets half a point, but I get oh, a full thank point. God. He get half the what, what's got, his first name? His first name is Simon. Simon. Simon Phoenix. Phoenix. It's Wesley Fuck. Snipes, by the way. No, oh, but you said character. Oh, not Dennis Rodman. Not Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you said character. Wesley Snipes. Okay, who's next? Dennis Rodman's in Demolition Man. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's it's in Wesley Snipes. Snipes. He's in That's du- Wesley Snipes. He's yeah. in Simon. You're thinking of Simon Says, or you're thinking of Double yeah, Team. Yeah, he is thinking of Simon team. Says. He is thinking of Simon Says. Are you positive? One thousand million. Yeah, he's right. It is. It is Mr. Snipes. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay. I had the movie right, though. Who's next? Who's left? Chris <laughs> and me. Chris, go. All right. I'm a character. I'm very sweet to my love interest. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. My image lives in graffiti. Ooh, that's a good clue. Oh, I feel like okay. I don't know what okay. it means. All right. Peter would hate my jacket. Peter? Peter. Peter would hate my jacket. Oh. Corella DeVille. Wrong. Fuck. Lives in graffiti. Lives in graffiti. I don't know why I thought she lived in graffiti, but I don't know why you did either. It's a really weird place to go. I went with the jacket. Disney movie. Lots of graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Just tagging all over that. All right. Shit. Anybody else? You want me to reread them? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with something. Go ahead. Is it Candyman? It is. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Good guess. I'm not gonna lie to you guys right now. We have a three way tie. No, I'm one and a half. 
No, you don't get a half for that. You yes, I guess. did. No, he gave me a half point. No, no, I'm gonna fucking no, call him to that. No, no. Why did you get a half point? Why would you get a half point? You didn't get it right. He said Phoenix. He said Phoenix. Who gives a shit? Half point. He did. Cody, you could win right here. If Mike just said candy, he's not getting it. Yeah, you could win right here. Yeah, he if you said, said if you said candy, dude, doesn't count. You he said name. Mike doesn't win ever. He wins a I lot. I actually win all the it's time. It's a three-way tie. <laughs> I'm actually two points. I'm actually two games up over anybody else here. Yeah. He wins more I won the first you. two, and then all I right. think I lost the last Mine two. He does point. not have half point. Okay, guys, Mine ready? Half point. I'm ready to do Mike mine. Zero this points. one is an actor. Okay. He's an actor. It's it's be some, it's, no, it's going to be some bullshit actor that no one's ever heard of. No. no. Sven Svangali. Can I say something? Sven Svangali. <laughs> Everybody here has heard of this actor. Oh, that was a first. And it's probably a fan. <laughs> Okay, that's actually three clues, four clues. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he is no fan of planes or trains. He doesn't like these things. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Number two, he is a a real life member of our U.S. Special Forces. Okay. okay. Are ready for the third one? He is a fan with. He's a fan of acting with rappers. Real rappers. Uh, I'm gonna make a guess here and say Steven Seagal. Oh my god, Cody, you get it. I win you the game. Get Woo! it. Oh yeah. I win the game. Wait, when did you get a point? I got a point because no one got mine. No, I got a half a point for your You still didn't get the whole thing, so I get a oh, point. Oh now he changes his mind. Now he changes his mind. No, I had a whole point the whole time. Go There's back and listen no to the show. So I get a half a point. I win. You don't get a half point at all, Mike. There's oh, no, well, that, that just is lame. There's no half point. That's lame. He, he offered the half point, and I took it. And I took it away. <laughs> all right, guys. That it. is our show for all this right. week. Join us next week when we talk more about cult films. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at cultfilm underscore review. You follow us on Twitter at cultfilm underscore review. You follow me at cultfilm Cody. You can follow Kyle at... Cult Film Kyle on Twitter. You can follow Mike at... At Mike Salustio on Twitter and at FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com, which is a blog about... I still feel like he messed that up somehow. Well, oh, he got making it. <laughs> friendly Neighborhood. No, I didn't say no, that. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. I did it right I'll go back time. and review. Right I'm going to cut... Steepin' Seagal. Steepin'? Steepin' Seagal. Steepin' Seagal. Chris, where can people follow you at? Oh, you can look me up on Instagram under cultfilm underscore Chris. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm cultfilm underscore Kyle. How come we all got underscores? That's how underscore? you do it in the new know. internet age, Mike. Yeah, I don't have an underscore. Lots of asterisks. All right. Lots of underscores. If you guys have a fan pick or a suggestion or just a movie you want us to watch, please, by all means, let us know on either Twitter, Facebook, or on Instagram. We're yeah. always looking for new ideas and, and new we will movies. eventually get to them. It does take time. There are a lot now, so There's I'm excited. I'm though. excited. There's a lot of movies to watch. All right, guys, just remember... If you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs>